people, we're back. BJ Shea's Board Game Alliance, episode number 84, hungover after all the awesomeness at Extra Life. I am your host, Joey, extravagantly excavating extraneous Extra Life labors, lovingly layered in legitimately legitimate label D. Oh, you <laughs> Bro. Le- I was not. Legible <laughs> labels. Damn it. That's what it was. <laughs> so that word close. wasn't very legible for you? No. And after legitimately, you really got me. That was a yes. good one. No. <laughs> mm, of course, joining us, Sean Epperson of Think Quill Games. Oh, hey, hey. Josh Utley from the Omega Gamers. Hey, how's it going? I failed. And of course, Vicky Barcelona running the boards. Hello. Josh, how can the lovely gamers get a hold of us? Uh, go to Zulu's. Wake us up, please. <laughs> knock knock <laughs> who's there it's yep, sleep we're still there uh, you can also go to BJ Geek Nation you'll get all the podcasts blogs interviews videos links and more more, more. also search Facebook Instagram Twitter YouTube Radio.com and iTunes just search BJ Geek Nation Whew. yes do it because there is a lot of content that we have provided with you from Extra Life I'm yeah. so tired I know <laughs> 25 hours is more hours than anyone ever thought they could fit into a day <laughs> you guys ready to do it again next weekend <laughs> we got called for an encore oh, no. <laughs> I'm okay <laughs> my mind my soul my legs. I don't know if you could tell, but I was kind of struggling towards the end. Yeah, that tends to happen after the 20th hour. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had a week. More A week. Did you figure out why you were the fast green mushroom? I, I know, except that Vicky mentioned costumes. I thought maybe I would be dressed up as the Hulk on steroids. I don't know what. <laughs> you ever play Mario Brothers? I have. How do you get a one up? You jump. Uh, <laughs> no, two. You get a green, green mushroom. mushroom. And then you have your extra life. Look at this guy. Look at the <laughs> well-thought-out name. Well, you know what? Now we know the great mystery. I'm an idiot. That's what I figured out. <laughs> See, all I was thinking, I've been playing this dumb, what are they called? Like, They're not matching games. It's where you're combining games. So you get like three things of the same kind. You push them together, and then you get like a new thing, like a new tree. And there's a lot of green mushrooms that if you combine together, oh. you get these little trees. And then you combine three little trees, and you get a purple mushroom. And then that's what happens in real life. That's not a game. That's not what that's happens. Really yeah. I think that's called drugs. It's called Merge yeah. Dragons. No. <laughs> it's called the 21st hour of extra life. And I got a lot of dragons. They even have a duck dragon. Anyways, uh, duck duck don't dragon. play the game because you'll get obsessed like me. So I love the idea of a duck dragon. Oh my god, it's fantastic. Does it quack or does it roar? It quarks. No, it doesn't it really make any noise. It just kind of does whatever I tell it to do. What does it breathe? It's not fire. I haven't seen it breathe anything yet. So Ooh. We'll see. I hear you guys have been doing some board gaming. Mm. Of course we have. Sean, what have you played that I played with you? Uh, well, let's see. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, we played Obscurio. Uh, so this is a new one by Libelid. This Lib- one Lib- Lib- is obscure in the sense that I could not tell what team the person I was on their team was on because it wasn't my team. <laughs> I was totally on your team. What are you talking about? You, the, it was a bat. He pointed at a bat. Oh, we all yes, picked a bat. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, basically this plays like Mysterium. So if anybody's played Mysterium, you'll kind of understand this. Basically, we have one player who is a ghost in this mansion. He's trying to help us get out of the mansion, and there's all these different doors. So what he does is he has to pick a specific card, and he's going to, he has a, a book, essentially, and it's got two different pictures on it. These pictures are obscured by, like, these swirling mists, a, a clear plastic overlay, and he puts tokens on these to give us a clue as to which card that is going to be laid out in this this mansion, which door is going to lead us the correct way, and we have to go through a series of doors. 
They can't tell us, obviously, what card. He just gives us clues. Well, these clues might be... He might be pointing to something that's yellow. He might be pointing to something that looks like a star. Or a bat. Because it was a bat. <laughs> or he <laughs> might freaking bat. to a bat. <laughs> uh, there's also a hidden traitor. So there's a person there that knows what the correct answer is and is trying to lead everybody astray to the wrong clue. I was going to say, I've uh, watched a lot of horror movies, and the ghost has never tried to help people get out of the mansion. Casper did? (laughs) He's a good ghost. Casper was barely a ghost. (laughs) It was actually a lot of fun. So uh, once you get to a certain point, if you pick the wrong one, you take damage, and you basically take these tokens off this uh, tracker. And if you get down too far, then suddenly the game is going to end, and you have to determine who is the bad guy. And if you haven't figured it out, then you're going to lose. One, dun, dun, dun. one of them, the guy, our buddy Ryan, he's the, the ghost, and he pointed the thing at a bat. Okay. It's the so. only thing in the picture was bat. And then all the cards come out, and there's a dragon with bat-like wings, and we're, everybody's like, oh, yeah, it's obvious. And we all go to it. He's like, who was that card over there? It's pointing at blue. Mm. <laughs> no, it? you were pointing at a bat. Was it the blue bat? <laughs> Oh, the bat was black. It was in the center of the blue. I kind of want to play this because I like Dixit. <laughs> it, it, it very, very much, like Dixit, much yeah. yeah. One of the other things I really like about this game is that it has a timer, so it doesn't go on forever. People like arguing about, well, what's the right thing? Like Once he reveals it, a timer gets flipped, and then all the cards are already out, so then you have to decide like right away, like, well, who do you think it is? And basically everybody puts a token out on which card they think is the right one. So not everybody has to vote the same way. Uh, for example, there was one that was like, he was talking about stars. Look, and I was the last one to go. And everybody was like, oh, Sean's the traitor. Sean's the traitor. And I was the only one to pick the right one. Like, yeah, look, <laughs> I picked the right one. I still say that's a great traitor move because he picked last and didn't try to convince anyone. Not that late in the game, like, guys though. That stars. <laughs> that's awesome. I was a good guy. Spencer was the traitor. Yeah. And everybody <laughs> was amazing when he's like, okay, who's the traitor? Everybody pointed to Spencer. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> yeah, we don't. So, does this game play like oh, a, so the ghost is the DM in a way, a way where he's giving all the clues? Yeah, okay. exactly. So, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Josh. So, uh, another one we got to play. I've got to get this review out because I'm sure you guys are sick of hearing me talk about it for the past three years. Cena Tempora by Ludus Magnus Studios. Oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Not fried tempura. Oh, oh, come on. I like myself some veggie tempura. Uh, This one is basically a dungeon crawl. Uh, It plays cooperative. Um, Thematically, uh, our motives are questionable. We're settling settling a new world because we're settlers. We're the settlers. It just doesn't bother us that the natives are going to be crushed. (laughs) There are life forms there. (laughs) They get in the way. They're very mean. They have guns made of plants. Plant guns. Do okay, you have sticks. guns made they're of plants? <laughs> uh, but no, this game is actually really fun. The momentum track is really cool. Uh, you you know it's your turn by you get so many actions, and every time you take an action, you move around this dial. It has an outer area. And you have to move if you are able. So if you have six movement points... Um, if you can reach an enemy's activation token, you must. Otherwise, if as long as you hit it or pass it, you can stop or keep going. But what that momentum tracker does, it eliminated alpha. Alpha wasn't a problem. Yeah. It was we were all, we knew whose turn was coming up. No, we weren't just saying, okay, Narshawn, you have to go do this and you should do that, blah, blah, blah. 
it really uh, got rid of that. And in, in co-op games, that's the number one problem that drives people away from alpha. Yeah, uh, we often hear that co-ops. someone takes over the game because they believe they have the correct strategy, which doesn't help us new players who just want to have fun and, you know, kill a native species, apparently. Yeah. There, there was even one turn where right. there was two of us that could go, and we were, we were kind of discussing back and forth, and I got tired of the discussion. I'm like, screw it, I'm going in, I'm fighting. And I just <laughs> went in and did my movement. Nice, nice. Uh, the, the dice in it are amazing. The dice have three or f- two to four symbols on each side of the die. So you, as you upgrade your skills and your cards and everything, you get lots of stuff to do, and the way it interacts with the monsters... And they actually did take a bit of the luck and time consumption out of the game by the monsters, they have a set attack, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a monster's turn to attack. All right, well, he's hitting you with three damage. You need to roll these three symbols to get rid of it. And if you don't, you don't. You don't have to, they didn't, we don't have to stop and say, okay, Joey, you have to roll for the monsters now. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. So, yes, there's luck on your side early, but it's easily mitigated with all the different equipment. You start with three equipment. Each piece of equipment can be upgraded. You upgrade your own skills. You find new equipment. And uh, (laughs) they have psionics. Basically, that's the magic in the game. But what's cool and creative, or at least we thought until it happened to us, (laughs) when you use your psionics, you get tokens and at the beginning of your turn, for every token you have, you have to roll a dice. And if you don't roll a certain symbol, well, you go nuts for a little bit. Typical, typical drawback. <laughs> well, <laughs> BJ, we were on a mission where we just had to get to the other side of the board. That's it. And be out. Two people there, we win. Well, he kept using his psionics, which was a legitimate thing that needed to happen, but he kept going psionic nuts every turn. One turn, he nailed us all down, so none of us could move. The next turn, he made it so we were all acted, so we got no turn whatsoever. Couldn't attack, couldn't move, couldn't do anything, because he kept going nuts. It was annoying. You know, this sounds pretty uh, on point, to be quite honest with you. (laughs) Mad with power, you know, but he's helping the team, sort of. Helping. (laughs) Quote, unquote. Uh, But we played, and for BJ, this is amazing, we played three games that day of a campaign-style co-op game. So I'm pretty sure it's BJ approved, as we've also scheduled the next game day. Wow, I, I, don't, I can't imagine. He doesn't like co-ops, so that's really saying something. I was yeah. just saying, when's the last time we played the same board game three times in a row? <laughs> Never. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, but the missions, they give you a great variety. There are story missions every so often, and that you have to do, and that's that mission. It tells you how to lay it out. But all the rest of the missions in between the story missions are complete randomness. And you can't do the same one twice. And you randomly put out the monsters. You randomly put out scenic elements, so mushrooms or trees or bushes or antenna or all kinds of weird stuff, boxes. Things that block line of sight and, and that are like things to try and you know, get around because there's movement and all that sort of and stuff. And there's events like heavy rain, which we're still working that one out. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a lot of replayability to it. How long does the game take per, I guess, iteration? Uh, that's a little hard for us to say right now because Uh-oh. our first game was our first game, so that took a long time. Our second game was probably our most accurate. Yeah. That one took probably about two hours. Oh, that's not bad at all. And then our third one, we were rules lawyery, so <laughs> <laughs> there was looking up, there was discussing. Which one was the game that BJ went mad in? 
Yes. Uh, the yes. last one. The oh. last one. He Especially. repeatedly kept, well, I have to do these. That's the only thing we're, way we're killing stuff. Oh, whoops. I, I went mad again. Sorry, Drunk guys. with my power, I <laughs> nailed everyone to the ground. <laughs> so, whoa. <laughs> yep. Uh, but in the end, on that one, Sean and BJ were able to wiggle out and ran for the exit, leaving myself and Amber to the monsters. But hey, only two had to get out, so we won. Yeah. <laughs> that is not <laughs> your normal co op ending. But, you know, hey, we win. They went and got the dropship. <laughs> Sounds us. like a Vin Diesel movie or something like that. I, I need to live. The rest of you are just here for the ride. <laughs> Oh, but it's really the, the the sci-fi meets fantasy theme is really good. I really love it. It's my new favorite game. I do know a person in Essen that was in last Essen last week, and I, I haven't heard back yet, but he was going to try to get me all the add-ons I missed. Ooh, that's cool. That's awesome. I was going to say, it sounds like a great way to deal with those co-op uh, problems, like you said. You know, a timer for one, definitely, because there's nothing worse than when you have to discuss the one, your turn with everyone else for an hour, yeah. only to come up with someone else's decision for you. And e- even in this, part of that is you just have to be willing to shut up. And let Joey take his turn the way he wants to take his turn. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stab Sean, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> it's competitive suddenly. <laughs> oh, you never know what's oh, going to happen yeah, on the planet. <laughs> you're acting surprised. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's great about this, though, monsters attack you based on threat. So every time you do any wound to anything or kill anything, except for tiny monsters, they don't count, uh, you get threat. But we've never seen this before. The healer. The healer don't often do a lot of damage. Well, anytime you also heal any point of damage on anyone, you get threat. So the healer gets a big target on their back if they're doing too much healing. So finally, that's how video <laughs> games should be. There's nothing worse when the healer's in the back just healing and you're the DPS being like, come on, guys, what <laughs> do I got to do? <laughs> that was Cena Tempora by Ludus Magnus Studios. Find it, play it, love it. Uh, we also played Imhotep, the duel. Now, I'm a huge fan. I've gone on and on before about Imhotep. Uh, we got to play this with our friend Ryan. Uh, the duel is a two-player version of Imhotep. And I was really curious to see how this was going to play, because you can play regular Imhotep as a two-player game, and it plays just fine. Um, this really changed everything up, because you have um, a, a small board that you're you're working on, and basically you're placing a worker in one of these spots, and it's a uh, three by three grid, so basically a square, right? And, and you have a uh, these these skiffs that are out at each corner. So you've got three skiffs on the left side of the square and three skiffs on the right side of the square. Once you have placed a worker, then the other player gets to place one of their workers out. Once you have two people that are in a line, either horizontal or vertical, then that one is going to trigger. So there's a lot of like, well, do I want to let this, you know, the other player be able to take these actions or do I want to try and like force them into letting me take these other actions here? Really, really chess-like in how it plays. Yeah, I'm looking at it and it's very odd because in my head I'm like, this reminds me of tic-tac-toe, except that instead of just trying to like stall the game out because the game's always a draw, this game's like, okay, when do I want to complete the line so that we all get points? Exactly. So a line can complete with three, but it, when there's two, then it can trigger. So you Ooh. decide, like, well, do I mean, am I just going to sail this one out? It doesn't just automatically go. And you draw from these tiles, and your tiles get placed on the skiffs. So there are all these different things, like uh, ways to score, uh, different abilities that you get. Like sometimes you get a special ability that, hey, I can place two guys out now in a spot rather than one, which is 
that's huge. Oh, yeah. And uh, it plays really quick. It's probably like a 20, 30-minute play. Uh, we had a lot of fun with it. It was so good. Do you like it better than the two-player version of the bigger game? Oh, man. Um, I think I kind of do, but it is a really different experience. Interesting. So kind of like time-wise, probably, if you only have 20, 30 minutes, it's probably a little better than... It's probably a little quicker, uh, but I would say like if you if you play a lot of two-player games and you like Imhotep, owning this, it isn't like, well, I own this, so I don't need to have the regular one. Like It's worth having both because they play so differently. Interesting. You really use completely different uh, strategies. I wouldn't think you would like it better. You only get to screw over one person. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but it's really tight. It's so good. But you really get that it. one person. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Double down. You guys got any other awesome games you've been battling? I got to play in another game of Zaya, Legend of a Drift System, using the Embers of a Forsaken Star expansion, because I just like saying Embers of a Forsaken Star. This game has more hexagonal pieces that I have ever seen in a game. (laughs) (laughs) And Zaya is one of them. (laughs) I did not fly into Zaya this time. Hooray! I, in fact, won, so I'm happy. Whoa! Hold on. (laughs) Mark the day. What's the date? Josh has won a board game. I've won the last two games of Zaya. Oh my god. Hush on. Yes. Uh... We we met up to play. We had to teach a new player this game. Uh, one of the ways to score in this game is to get a 20 whenever you roll a d20. I rolled three 20s in the game, but one of the ones I rolled got me an additional two points for a uh, an event card that was out at the time. Do you really need additional <laughs> points when you roll a 20? It's so <laughs> unlikely already. I I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. So <laughs> <Close> shocking. <laughs> uh, BJ, Byron, and JT did not find it as quite as funny as I did every time I rolled a 20. Did BJ make you switch dice at some point? <laughs> nope. No, he didn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a super fun game. I pretty much, the way I play it is that I try to get a, a point on every turn. If I can do that, then hopefully I can win or at least stay in the running. But, yeah, I got so lucky. <laughs> but they even call it in the book. That's the luck-based victory. Uh, so Zaya is a sandbox-style 4X. Sandbox meaning do whatever you want. There are no rails in this game. You want to arm your ship to the teeth, Sean? <laughs> he looks at me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and go out and shoot people like uh, poor Aaron? Yes. Well, you do that, and you get points for doing that. You want to uh, get extra storage and just pick up cargo and drop it off at planets and do the whole merchant thing well you can do that oh our economy got killed we were playing in it and the economy board got wiped so oh, there were geez. no goods to buy anywhere oh my so gosh it, everybody had to change mid-strategy <laughs> you also have npcs flying around they have the uh, the cop basically the enforcer you have the scoundrel running around trying to kill you and you have the merchant just bouncing from planet to planet getting more and more money on it also, I like to call that the target. Ah, so you're <laughs> saying space pirates also like money. Yes. Yeah, yes. Well, when the merchant's just floating around, he's got 15 grand on him. He's like, I don't care that I'm not a bad guy. <laughs> I'm about to be a bad guy. For humanity's sake, I will be taking the money. <laughs> uh, but the, this game just drips with theme. And if you can get your hands on a copy, every copy comes with pre-painted minis, what? metal money, yeah. great resource cubes, the card quality is amazing the 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 tile quality is thick and amazing uh it's one of the best 4x games there is every time you play it's completely different because the board lays out 
to particular roles. We played one game where the Comet Rikishi came through, and it actually, it, it, you roll a dice and it determines which ways it goes. Well, if you have unexplored tiles, as it moves off your board, it explores those tiles. So we had a big trail off the side of our board where Rikishi <laughs> flew off the map. Oh, crazy. That's cool. <laughs> so, and you got to see all the tiles. And I think we lost one planet. You lost a planet? Yeah, I think it ended on the planet. And if it ends its turn with majority of the comet on the planet, it destroys the planet and becomes a comet asteroid field. That's awesome. I've never heard of a planet being <laughs> destroyed into a comet field in mid-game before. Yeah, it's it's an amazing game. I love this game. And you said you won, correct? I did win this time, yes. How long did it take you to win with your 20s? Well, um, so we were probably six hours. Woo. But the great thing about this game is you can, if you're playing, you pick what you play to. We played to 20. That's the long game. Oh, you can play nice. to 5, 10, 15, 8. It doesn't matter. You can choose as you go. You can just be like, all right, well, we're going to, it's getting late, guys. I want to go home. How about we just play to insert number here and people are usually like okay or you can do what my friend does who goes gosh guys you know it's like no, it's about 8.15 I think that we're going to play to 7 victory I have 7 victory points <laughs> alright the game's over great can, game guys can you really call your dad your friend uh, you know what <laughs> today we will okay <laughs> <laughs> that was Zaya Legend of a Drift System by Far Off Games Whew. you guys have been battling some awesome games I'm liking all of them took a little look online well then you need to come play them with us well, luckily, I believe that there's going to be another board gaming event sometime coming up. I mean, after Extra Life, what possibly could we have on our agenda after that? I mean, just a bunch of small board game nights, right? Right. Wrong. You, you guys have heard of PAX. No, no. Right? What? PAX, they do video games, right? Yes. <laughs> Unless they're unplugged. We what? are all attending PAX Unplugged in Philadelphia coming Again. up in December. Oh, boy. Round two. They can't keep them away. December 6th through 8th. Tickets are still available. Uh, go. It's fun. It's amazing. It's all board games all day long. So how many of us are going to be going? Uh, I am. Sean. I am going as well. I am as well. And so is BJ Shea. But I'm not. Damn it, Joe. See, unfortunately, <laughs> this always falls on the weekend of my sister's birthday. And I'm very close with my sister, and I will, kid you not, she will literally murder me. <laughs> oh, no, she's mad at me that I'm not going to. Uh, well, guys, I see a solution here. Rigor. She gets birthday presents, right? What's better than a couple of tickets to PAX Unplugged? <laughs> but she loves Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> no. See, she throws a big party for her birthday. It's her thing of the year, as I call it. I unfortunately could not go. But I will be there in spirit. <laughs> I want to see all the lovely messages in my Facebook chat about it. And uh, all the awesome pictures and videos and interviews that we shall be doing. Yes. yes. How many yeah. days is it? Three. Uh, PAX is Unplugged is three days in Philadelphia. This is uh, far more of a working con for us. There yes. will be tons of content. We will get as yeah. many interviews as we can. Uh, we will try to rescue as many parking lot attendants as we can. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but last year our parking lot attendant got a little tooled up, so we wanted to make sure he got to a hospital. Mysteries what? of Philadelphia. What? I'd say that's weird, but <laughs> we Philly. were in Chicago once, Joey and I, and he helped a lady that fell on the sidewalk. Yeah, you know what? You just never know what's going to happen in a different uh, city. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, I also heard that you guys had some great scheduling for your interviews uh, last year. <laughs> yeah, we're going to we're gonna try to untighten our schedule <laughs> this year, because uh, Sean, as we've gone over many times, is a great scheduler. 
of things down to the second. <laughs> we would finish one interview and our next one would be starting in about two minutes. On the other end. On the other end of the hall. Oh, oh come on. You guys have superpowers, right? Which one of you is the Flash again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, your dad most of the time. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun work. So. Yeah, definitely tune into the Facebooks and Twitters and Instagrams uh, during that weekend for all the fun shenanigans that will be had. Oh, yeah. And if you want to see all the games or if you have a game to recommend that they play, because there are going to be so many games there that I'm sure whatever you mentioned will be there. Make sure to check us out on our social medias. But until next time, guys, Josh, what should they do? Play nice. 